Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax deductible as charitable contributions. After the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter, or leave your comments here in the YouTube comment section as well. Uh, at the bottom half of the hour, we are going to be, going to be talking about uh, the Liberal Dan Radio multiverse, and I've been a little vague about what that means, but... You know, we will we will get there at the bottom half of the hour, and so I think it's going to be an interesting discussion. Uh, it was partially brought on by some other arguments that I've been having on Twitter recently. Um, we will uh, we'll go over that, and we'll we'll, we'll explain what, what I mean by that, and, and how we're going to have fun with it. I want to have I want it to be more interactive than than normal. I mean, I do interact with the audience, but I do want it to be a little more interactive. Uh, you know, more audience participation in the chat from for that particular topic. So stay tuned for that. Uh, make sure to share this video live stream to let everybody know that I'm live. If you haven't liked it already, give it a like. Maybe I'm subscribe. Subscribe to Liberal Dan Radio. It's the cheapest and easiest way that you can help support the podcast. I have a goal of by the end of September, I want to make it to a thousand uh, subs. Uh, so you can make that happen by uh, helping to support the show by sharing it everywhere you can. You can also support the show by uh, contributing to the uh, Liberal Dan Radio Patreon. Go to patreon.liberaldan.com or you can go to the uh, liberaldan.com and click the Buy Me a Cider link or just go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio and you can give me a one-time contribution as well. Or you can do both. Either way works. Anyway, so first thing that I want to talk about, um, we have uh, some kind of big news uh, about from Chris Murphy from Connecticut, uh, a deal Uh, at least in theory, about a bipartisan group of 20 senators. Uh, Oh, wait, before I get into that, before I get into all that, I do want to, I did have one thank you to give. Uh, Wes, I did, uh, you did contribute to the uh, buy me a coffee and I, I didn't get to acknowledge that live. 
so I am acknowledging you now. Thank you very much. Gypsy also uh, is also also contributed to the Buy Me a Coffee and contributed and started becoming a Liberal Dan Radio patron as well. So uh, thank you all both for that. And uh, thank you, the existing patrons and Buy Me a Cider supporters as well. Back to the topic at hand. Uh, so we have uh, Chris Murphy tweeted out uh, that there was a, at least a deal in theory uh, about a uh, gun violence legislation that could possibly happen. I'm not holding my breath, uh, but 10 Democrats and 10 Republicans have gotten together. Uh, and according to his Twitter account, it includes major funding to help states pass and implement crisis intervention orders, red flag laws. Uh, that will allow law enforcement to temporarily take dangerous weapons away from people who pose a danger uh, to others and themselves. And hopefully that comes with some due process. I think that there should be in the long term due process to, to make sure that they um, are not wrongfully having their guns seized. Um, to, now, there are billions of new funding for mental health and school safety, including money for a national build of community mental health clinics. That's something that's sorely needed and will help. Uh, closing the boyfriend loophole so that no domestic abuser, spouse, or serious dating partner can buy a gun if they are convicted of abuse against their partner. So it's not just about spouses. It's also about um, partners as well. Um, the uh, federal law against gun trafficking and straw purchasing, this will be a difference to stop the illegal flow of guns into cities or the flow of illegal guns into cities whichever way you want to word it. Uh, that's important because a lot of times when people talk about Chicago and, and all the other big cities, oh, the Democratic, all the big cities are run by Democrats and they have all the gun problems. Well, the problem is, is that you can bring a gun from outside the city where the gun laws are lax, lax and then bring them into the city. So it doesn't do any good if, you're, if, if the city has a gun law, but the, but the surrounding counties do not or the other state does not and you buy it from another state. Uh, enhanced background checks for under 21 gun buyers and a short pause to conduct the checks. Young buyers can get the gun only after the enhanced check is completed. Uh, so it's not universal background checks, but it's a start. Uh, clarification on laws regarding who needs to register as a licensed gun dealer to make sure all truly commercial sellers are doing background checks. Because again, people talk about the, um, the gun show loophole and uh, people are like, well, it's just there's no loophole. It's just private sellers get to sell, but people claim themselves as being private sellers without, you know, without actually being a private seller while making money off of selling multiple guns. So that's the thing, you know. But in my opinion, and what this is, this is not going to be reflected in this law, is that any transfer of weapons from one or guns at least from one person to another should have a paper trail, should, should, should be able to show, okay, this person bought this gun, and then this gun was then transferred to this person, either as a gift or whatever, but there still should be a background check and a paper trail to make sure that you, you follow the, the chain of custody. And, you know, somebody can claim that it got lost at some point if one has ever committed a crime, but if you keep losing too many guns, then people are going to raise eyebrows at you and think that you're not really use, losing the guns that you're doing something else with them instead. Um, last thing, well, Chris Murphy says, will the bill do everything we need to end our nation's gun violence epidemic? No, but it is real meaningful progress and breaks a 30-year logjam, demonstrating that Democrats and Republicans can work together in a way to truly save lives, which is good. Now, of course, there are conservatives 
uh, out there who will be like, well, it's not going to stop all gun shootings, so therefore we shouldn't do it. Just like they said, you, you know, masking doesn't prevent everybody from getting COVID or vaccines doesn't prevent everybody from dying from COVID. So therefore, why are we going to take them? And well, you know, that's not a very good logical argument because if it reduces the harm, then it's a good thing. So good thing for good steps. The people who took part in it, John Cornyn, Kristen Cinema, Tom Tillis, Tom Toons, Senator Toomey, Joe Manchin, Blumenthal, Collins, Graham, Coons, Heinrich, and Bill Cassidy from Louisiana, shockingly enough. Um, and there are others, who, I guess, who joined in as well. Um, of course, they still have to write the laws, and it still has to pass. Uh, if, if you Just because it got 10 Democrats that include Kristen Cinema and included Joe Manchin, it doesn't mean that some other senator uh, who's a Democrat uh, might stop in and say, you know what, this doesn't go far enough, so I'm going to block it. So that could happen, too. There's no guarantees that it won't happen. So there's the, uh, <laughs> there's the, uh, there, there's the rub there. We have to hope uh, that the people, on at least in the Democratic side, for once will get in line and do what needs to be done to get some progress finished. Uh, whereas usually it's just the Republicans getting in line and it's the Democrats having to do the herding of cats. Um, Where you talking about COVID in there? Um, have a big show of cheering on everybody, anybody who gives them up, put them on TV. What with the guns? I mean, I don't think anybody's arguing that, you know, people should be, uh, that all people should be giving up guns. I mean, there are people who perhaps who are a danger to other people who shouldn't have guns. Uh, but nobody, nobody's, nobody's arguing that there's like, more guns than people in the United States. Nobody's saying that we're going to seize every single weapon and get it taken away. No. Uh, I have no problem with law-abiding citizens owning a gun for their own protection if they so deem it. Now, there's some studies that show that it might not necessarily be as effective as one might think. Um, and there are, you know, there are people can go hunting, and that's fine. I have no problem with hunting either. Uh, but I haven't hunted, but I'm not going to begrudge other people who do. But the problem is, is that you know, some people clearly shouldn't have guns. So... West Webb, just keep telling all your Republican friends that elections are fixed. Yes, uh, keep definitely keep telling them that, you know, that that's, again, Hal always mentions this. And I, I always I thought it was weird, too, that Donald Trump in 2020 was was saying how rigged the elections were and making it so that less people in Republicans in Georgia would show up and show up for, for the uh, election, which helped the Democrats retake the Senate. Ironic actions are ironic. So um, that's good news on the front of. Uh, gun control. We, of course, will follow that as we go. Uh, we will be uh, uh, we will be doing that. Of course, I've been having my uh, um, I've been having my arguments with V Radio. On, they've spilled over onto Twitter. Um, we've had been, we have we've had inceptions, uh, inception reactions on reactions on reactions, uh, and it's getting a little bit absurd and ridiculous. And he's getting a little bit absurd and ridiculous. Hey, Bill P, how's it going? Hey, Julie Swenson. Uh, anybody else who haven't said hi? Oh, Demonox, Brian Preston is here. We're living in the uh, darkest timeline. Six seasons in a movie. Yes. Uh, let's, maybe there will be a liberal den movie. Maybe that's part of the multiverse. You'll see and find that. <laughs> um, let's see what's next. Oh, let's, we got a couple. I did uh, called into, we we're talking about the January 6th hearings. And you know, we, uh, we want to go, no, we won't, we're not doing that yet. Went to the, the January 6th hearings uh, and, there's, of course, with January 6th, my favorite one to pick on is Terrorist Barbie, i.e. Ashley Babbitt. And you ever, you ever piss off a conservative just so bad that you just, that just, 
you made them just start repeating themselves over and over and over again? Well, this is what I did. Ashley Babbitt. If Ashley Babbitt was a black woman breaching a locked door through a broken window and got shot, y'all would have all said, why didn't she comply? You wouldn't, it, 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 it wouldn't matter if she was a veteran. It wouldn't no, matter no, that, no, 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 no. Liberal Dan, I, I, I'm, I'm really disappointed that you went there in that uh, direction. Thank you for your call. That has got nothing to do with it, okay? She was shot and killed inappropriately by that uh, officer. There was no reason for him to uh, shoot and kill her, whether he was white, he was black, she was white, she was black. Uh, it's an offensive uh, remark that you're making that I'm only advocating for because she's white. So he got big mad over the fact that I pointed out the fact that I don't hear any. I didn't just point out him. Ev, there's no conservative commenter. There's no conservative pundit that I've heard that has said, well, maybe Ashley Babbitt should have complied to police orders, and maybe she, but she shouldn't have been doing an illegal thing, and she wouldn't have wound up getting shot. However, when talking about all of the cases pretty much dealing with the Black Li- that Black Lives Matter protests are dealing with, uh, from George Floyd, um, Alton Brown, Sterling, um, even Philando Castile, uh, you had all all of these people who ended up dead or harmed. Some of not all of them were. Some of the other thing, all of those were dead. Uh, all of those people end up dead or harmed, and you have the situation where the conservative pundits will say, "Well, maybe they should have complied, or what? Maybe they shouldn't have been doing the bad activity that they were doing, and then they wouldn't have been dead. Should have been taking their risks into their own hands." Well. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I'm going to point call that out and maybe he's not overtly and consciously thinking of the fact that, you know, that his support for Ashley Babbitt is only because she's white. If I never hear him or anybody else who's a conservative pundit make arguments for any white person shot by the police, well, maybe they should have complied and they wouldn't be, wouldn't have been killed. Meanwhile, you hear people staying with black deaths by police. Maybe they should have. Uh, maybe they should have complied. Maybe they should, have not, should not have been breaking the laws. Maybe they shouldn't have resisted arrest. All the things that aren't justification, in and of, even in of themselves, of using deadly force by police. So, yeah, I'm going to call that out every time. I have yet to call him back. I'm giving a little breather to be able to say, you know what, let him sit on it a while, let him stew, and let him let – him, let him relax, and then I'll call back in maybe to, maybe Friday again and be like, you know what, I want to explain to you my thought process here. And maybe you could um, get a better idea as to uh, why I think the way I do. And maybe, just maybe, you might have a change of heart and understand why I would think that part of your criticisms or lack of criticism of Ashley Babbitt is because she's white because it is and there was no reason for the officer to shoot a terrorist barbie uh yes there was she was breaching trying to breach a locked door through a broken window in front of a crowd of people shouting that they wanted to hang mike pence when mike pence was somewhere on the other side of that door clearly any officer looking at that would be like these people have deadly intent and we have the right to use deadly force we have the authority to use deadly force to stop people with deadly intent. Now, 
there, there could have very well been many more bodies on the floor that day. And I think that if you had the opposite situation, if you had a Donald Trump victory and a bunch of uh, left-leaning folks marching on the Capitol and doing the same things that these insurrectionists did, I think not only would you have seen uh, nobody complaining about the alternate universe version of Ashley Babbitt had she been black, again, Liberal Dead Radio Multiverse, we'll get more to that in a little bit, but you would see, you know, Donald Trump would have called the National Guard to stop it from happening, and there would be a gigantic pool of blood in the peace circle. And anybody who followed my live stream on the first night of the hearings uh, would understand why I get a kick out of the peace circle, because if you listen, nobody really emphasized the difference between peace and circle. It wasn't peace circle. It was the peace circle. So they were talking about peace. <laughs> and I was, every time I heard it, I was just like, 13-year-old me just had to chuckle. Uh, and as, and I, I think I told some people this. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But in, back in when they removed uh, General Lee from Lee's circle in uh, New Orleans a few years back, they were trying to determine whether or not they were going to um, whether or not they were going to uh, what they were going to name it. And I think they landed on uh, Tivoli Circle or, or something else at Tivoli Circle or I, I whatever. I forget what they call what they're calling it now, but somehow somehow relates to the old name of Tivoli Circle. Uh, but I was saying usually you have a lot of Mardi Gras parades that go around that circle. So just line the thing with porta potties the entire year, and then you could you could then just call it P circle. Yes, Jolie is like the rest of us couldn't stop hearing it too, because I brought it up and everyone else is like, oh, I was like, you're welcome, you're welcome. So, but yeah, the January sixth hearings just continue to go on, and we we've learned uh, some stuff from it. Uh, do I want to take the first break? I guess I could go ahead and take the first break. Um, yeah, there it is. So we'll take the first break. I'll go ahead and wet my whistle a little bit, not alcoholic drinking-wise, but I'll go ahead and you know take a sip of drink so I don't start coughing pits or whatever by having to drive a throat. But again, you can support the show. Um, call in 914-803-4131. Remember to like the video, share it with your friends, and support the show via the various ways to get to when we come back. This is Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. 
world gone mad. One progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal band radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the liberal band radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the liberal band family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat, and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Join us in the chat if you're live at youtube.com slash Radio or just youtube.liberaldan.com. It's an easier way to get there. Uh, or you can always su- support the show and, or maybe leave your comments after the show on the website, liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, at liberaldanradio on Twitter, or again here on YouTube in the uh, comment section of the video. If you notice, one of the other ways you can support the show is to uh, contribute with a Venmo. Actually, I should, I should do it this way. Venmo is right here with my right hand. Um, I, I was able to, I got that together and just added it to the screen. Soon I'll just have so much stuff on the screen where you won't be able to see me. I can't tell if that's a good thing or not. That's up to you all to decide. <laughs> but, so yeah, we got, uh, before we go a little bit more into into uh, January 6th, I, I did want to want to play this week's Hypocrite of the Week, which is based on some information that is uh, um, not necessarily completely sussed out or, or completely verified. So just, I'll just state that up front. But if true, uh, very much deserving of the Hypocrite of the Week this week. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Lauren Boebert, who, according to the American Muckrakers Pack, had two abortions, one because of her escort work on a sugar daddy website. She also used Planned Parenthood for at least one of those abortions. Boebert ran as a family values candidate and has voted to defund Planned Parenthood and to take away the choices that she had. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Band Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And there you go. And I want to make clear, 
Uh, Liberal Dan Radio is a sex-positive podcast. We support sex workers, and we think it's a valid way to make a living if you so choose to do so. Body autonomy includes the right to be able to sell it as you wish, not just sell it to employers that are not in the sex trade like the rest of us do. Uh, And we also support uh, unlimited access to abortions, that you should be able to abort a pregnancy that you feel that you need to abort. Uh, I don't support any exceptions to that. And so if Lauren Barber had two abortions, she should have had every right to do so. And if she uh, did do escort works, which is it alleged, uh, again, you know, this one website that did, was correct about Madison Cawthorn uh, has shown this other information as well, has some receipts to show to, to help corroborate the evidence. But it, it's, you know, obviously Bobert is denying everything. Uh, but if true, uh, it is extremely hypocritical of her for both being the so-called, you know, part of the family values party or what have you, and for, you know, trying to defund Planned Parenthood and ban abortions when she used Planned Parenthood to have an abortion, allegedly. So, yeah, Bobert has other issues as well. Like she has been in jail. She uh, black, I think she black blackmailed or bribed uh, her sister-in-law to shut up. So she. Uh, so that some some incident during a about a car accident didn't come up till after the campaign. Uh, she she's a, the one that made the horrible uh, anti-Islamic comments about uh, Ilan Omar. Uh, she her her husband uh, gets uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year from oil companies uh, as and he's somebody who is a uh, who is a consulting them. I don't know what he consults them on because he has no experience in the field, but. Uh, she, by by default, by through her husband, uh, is basically in the pockets of Big Oil, who basically get to give her family a $400,000 a year bribe to be able to uh, support Big Oil and gas interests in Congress without having to go through the whole process of, you know, pesky things like campaign contribution laws and uh, other regulatory issues that might arise in other situations. Uh, so, hey, Kim Chi, how's it going? Good to see you in chat. Thank you for joining. Anybody else who may have joined? Um, uh, Bill P. is amazed that Bobert is invited to speak at so many churches. He is such a holy person. There's such a dirty comment I could make there. I'm going to choose not to do it, and I'm disappointed in myself for choosing not to do it. But you could come up with it yourself. Um, apparently, according to the to the website, and according to the person who was sharing the, who shared information with the website and the muckraker pack, uh, her, her business as an escort was pretty much uh, pay to play. And the weird thing about this is, is that uh, this is where apparently she met Ted Cruz. Um, she met Ted Cruz at this Aspen retreat. At, well, she was a date of a Coke brother or escorting supposedly, allegedly a Coke, not a Coke brother, but a Coke family member. And, uh, that's where he that's where he met and and this is what I think went down because apparently he had a com- Cruz had a conversation with Bobert and was like oh well you should run for Congress and then she did it and she ran and let me tell you let me tell you I- I'm sure this conversation went down exactly like this Ted Cruz maybe I'm wrong but I'm 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 pretty confident Ted Cruz was probably being condescending to her and probably be like, yes, you know, you, well, yeah, you have some great ideas. Well, maybe you should run for Congress too. And without probably even thinking that she would do it and win. 
and then she does it and does it and wins. Either that, or according to one thing, maybe she just had some blackmailing information on him, like, you know, who, who he might have been with, or if he did anything, I don't know. Maybe he, to, be, to be fair to Ted Cruz, there's some reporting requirements of the contributions that he ended up giving to her campaign, uh, and she didn't report a bunch of them. But what happened was he did. So when they were trying to figure out, you know, okay, well, here's where it's going, here's where it's coming, well, we don't have where it came from on Boebert's thing, but we have where it went from Ted Cruz's. So we need to fix that. And they investigated that. Uh, but, but Boebert lied about the information about the money, the amount of money that she got from Cruz, I guess, and Cruz's interests uh, about that. So, um, you know, that, that was just very interesting in and of itself. But uh, one of the things somebody tweeted out there earlier today um on Twitter, let me see if I can find the tweet again in the bunch of in the mess of tweets that are my responses uh, to uh, V Radio. Um, who has gotten to mock me? I guess for my audience size. So I mean, if, if you want to help, uh, I did. I'm like, I'm like, look, I have a full time job. I have a family. I have other hobbies that I enjoy doing, and I do this on top of that. So yeah, I don't spend as much time as you probably do making content for YouTube so they're, or trying to get all the people to follow my show. I also, uh, I think it's easier for people who spout stuff like he does to gain an audience because, um, you know, when you, when you just basically nod and agree and don't challenge the host on anything and just, uh, yes, yes, you're right, you're right, yes, you're right. And the, and the conservatives love him because he claims to be a leftist, but he's supporting, uh, but he's, 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 you know, supporting lots of things that leftists don't to support typically like you know Rittenhouse anyway, so this uh, at Mystery Solvent on Twitter uh, posted a picture of Ted Cruz standing with Lauren Boebert in her red 45 hat and Mystery Solvent says what is the title of the Lauren Boebert and Ted Cruz new adult film so on Twitter I had to respond with this one and uh, try to uh Try to try to do my best movie trailer guy voice, like from my commercial. the The name of the movie is Aspen the Mouth. Aspen the Mouth, from escorting clients in Aspen to escorting seditionists across the capital, one woman will put a whole new meaning to feeding at the trough. From the studio that gave you Texas Chill, Escape to Cancun, and A Face Full of Cawthorn. So that's my uh, that's my little ad for the new uh, Bobert Ted Cruz uh, pornography film, Aspen to Mouth. <laughs> anyway, that's terrible, but uh, Bill B was Bobert pay for play or pay for prey? Why not both? I mean, both involving getting on your knees, right? Again, not judging. Yeah, that's what she consents to do. More power to her. It should be legal. Nobody should be in jail for doing that sort of thing. It should be legal. I mean, it is legal in some ways. All you got to do is marry them, like Donald did, and there you go. And again, no, if that's if that's the relationship that him and uh, Melania have, again, I don't begrudge that. That sh- that should be legal for everybody. Should should be able to do a long term or short term relationship. Should make should, whether it lasts twenty years or five minutes. I mean, if it lasts five minutes, that's not very impressive, but. Um, what did Kimchi say? Survey says drunk as a skunk. 
Kim Chi, my boarder's daughter is an escort. Dates only, no hanky panky. And that's fine too. That again, but apparently, according to this to this article or to this website, to Muckraker Pack, uh, she was an unregistered, an unlicensed escort. I guess in Colorado. I don't know if this is the case in everyone else. I haven't delved deeply into the world of escorting, uh, but. Uh, apparently in Colorado, you have to be licensed as an escort. You have to, you have to, uh, I guess, follow certain rules. And apparently, if if she was an escort, she didn't follow those rules. Um, so, but yeah, there there are, there are people who do just escort people on dates without doing anything else. Um, and then there are other people who escort people when do other things. But again, both should be legal. Um, but it's hypocritical of Ms. Bobert to do those things and then advocate for the things that she advocates for. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, <laughs> we do have words of redneck wisdom too. Um, just if this one's a little bit racist. So just, just to be forewarned, this one's a little bit racist. And now, Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. We're getting one step closer to to tyranny, and nobody knows the truth anymore. That's just the way it is. You know, they're not going to tell it, and they're trying to railroad Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, he can't run in 2024. And so I don't know what we're going to do about things, but I'm going to tell you this. I was watching, and what's the guy's name on uh, um, where uh, Stitchfield is? Greg Kelly, is that his name? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I saw some very disturbing um, clips on his show. And this, this this pregnant white woman was in a store, and I don't know where, where the rest of the employees were at, but this, this, uh, this black bastard come up to her. And started beat, and he beat the hell out of her, and then started kicking her while she was down on the ground. And this has been going on uh, apparently for a while. And I don't, and somewhere along the line, you go when you do this, you're gonna get people, white people, stirred up. And back in the day, we had factions, but we don't have factions anymore. And this concludes words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Bill P. Ted Cruz is from Canada. Think that they may have been making Canadian bacon part two. <laughs> Very well. Well played. Well played. Um, yes, apparently to to uh, Leon or Cowboy out in South Carolina, the Palmetto State, um, uh, if more black people do whatever that one black person does there's going to be factions and what does factions mean but you know probably the clan uh and the clan is still alive and well in louisiana they, they, they're very recently i think they had a killing of some some sort up there there's, there's plenty of people and you know you had the people white supremacists marching in charlottesville marching uh marching on the capitol as well you know plenty plenty of things but yeah ugh, terribly racist Terribly, horribly, just. And this is the guy who I use, who I usually am able to find some good stuff with because he just fits the voice very well. I mean, it, it's almost, it's almost to the level of a fakeist on Hal's show. Um, so there's that. Yeah. So words of redneck wisdom. So 
But of course, you know, in my arguments with conservatives, they don't care about evidence. We don't care about evidence. Yeah, they don't. We don't care about evidence. That's 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 pretty much pretty much what it stands for. That's conservatism for you in a nutshell. We don't care about evidence. But okay, I mean, he rambled about you know. January 6th, before he started into his little racist rant and how we're trying to stop Donald Trump from running for president again in 2024. Well, I mean, actually, if he is convicted of a felony, if Donald Trump were to be tried and convicted of felonies pertaining to his involvement in the insurrection on January 6th, uh, they could, he could still run for president because uh, we'll get to that in a second. I'll, I'll take a jot of that down because I, I'll, I'll I'll take a jot of that as well, uh, how um, President Pellins. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> anyway, um, there's something else I was going to talk about before I got to that. Before I got to that topic. Oh, hey, Daily News, what's going on? Florin Bobit is from the Western Slope, who described herself as a mom of four, restaurant owner, and high school dropout. Uh, I mean, all of that is a truthful statement, I suppose. Uh, but uh, Julie says, remember Mike Lindell yelling at that British reporter to ignore the evidence? Yes, there's that. Uh, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, uh, says the the mighty Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. So, what's that? let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Talked about six. We're talking about gun laws. We talked about. I guess we can go ahead and start talking about uh, the liberal day and radio multiverse. That that's where we're at now. So we're gonna, just going to start talking about that. Uh, so what do I mean? So if you don't, if you're not familiar with you know fandoms of like DC or or Marvel or other types of things that go into alternate realities or or multiple parallel universes, you know, the idea of the multiverse is that uh, for every action. You know, you know, every choice that people make, it could, has two options. Then there's a universe that exists out there where every possible action that was taken, the opposite action was taken. So therefore, there's there's many different realities that that exist, um, and you just have to you have to be in. You know, we're we're in a multiverse. There's another multiverse. I've often I used to think I used to think it was an absolute truthful statement that you could not be a felon and be president. I really honestly believe that somewhere in one of my high school history classes that I learned that a felon is prohibited from being president. That was one of the requirements that you had to be 14 years living in this country. You had to be a, a natural born citizen at, at this point in time or, or, or 14 years in this country when the constitution was drafted. Um, and, and, and I thought the other thing was you couldn't be a felon. And then I was corrected, and I was like, are you sure? And I went and read the Constitution. I went and looked it up, and I was convinced that that was a truthful statement. So maybe there is some universe out there where where the president of the United States can't be a felon. And maybe I came from that universe. I don't know. Probably not, but I, I joke around and saying maybe I am from that parallel universe, and that's why I'm thinking that is a truthful statement whenever when it's really not. But – there are many different things that we could talk about. A, a lot of times when I was, when I was having conversations uh, with B radio, with some other people, uh, I would have, you know, I basically say, what's it like on earth too? What's it like in the multi, in, in the parallel universe that you live in where this thing is truthful because it's not here. 
there is a multiverse example potentially where Donald Trump did get enough electoral college votes to win, but a large segment of the Biden supporters decided to storm the Capitol. And in that universe, a, a black version of Ashley Babbitt was storming through a window uh, and was shot. And white conservatives made the argument, well, she shouldn't have been doing that. And why didn't she comply with police orders? And maybe if she didn't act in an active insurrection, that she wouldn't be uh, in the position she was today. Or she wouldn't have ended up flat on her back. I'll see John OTR. What? I'm missing a comment from John OTR somewhere. Maybe I'm, I don't know. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, kimchi, hold on. Need more weed for this conversation. Nice. Um, hey, TV2 Live. Shouts out to TV2 Live. I was watching uh, there that, that channel uh, after I did my live stream, I think, the other day, and I had some good conversations on there. Go check out TV2's live channel as well and give him a sub as well. Um, big shout out to them. It was a fun conversation that took place in that chat room. So, um, well, Tucker John says that's not in the Constitution. I know it's not in the Constitution, but I swore it was. I could have sworn it was. Uh, Sparkle during this honestly used to think that everyone in Congress actually went to law school. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are things that we believe, and I think maybe if, if we really truly believe them, maybe maybe there's a multiverse out there where that's true. Um, but there are other things to discuss, and I, and I want you to put in chat like, you know, put up a put up a hypothetical situation. What would have happened had X happened instead of Y? Just throughout history, throughout American history, what have you? Like I've I've read, you know, kind of like my history on on multi, multiple universes. Like in Star Trek, um, some of my favorite episodes of Star Trek are the Mirror Universe episodes where they where they have the Federation but they're evil. Uh, there are books by Harry Turtledove, who's actually fairly liberal for the stuff that he writes. Uh, he has one alternate history series where aliens invade in the middle of World War II, uh, but their technology went on fighting, uh, on fighting on planets, even though they can do interstellar travel, their, their fighting ability on a planet is not as, uh, it's not as advanced, or maybe like today's century stuff, um, back in 1945. And they also expected to, to get a bunch of um, like people in huts because their civilization advanced very slowly so they didn't expect us to be able to progress as far as we did and they had problems uh dealing with the invasion of the earth at that time there was another one where what if the south won world war ii and what, what would that and the united states look like and then there's another one where what would happen if time traveling people went back in time and gave uh the south uh repeating rifles uh what would happen then how would how would that have played out uh, in the grand scheme of things Lots of different ways, to, you know, just different, you know, mental exercises you can play to be like, well, what would have happened if this little thing was different? And like in the Harry Turtledove books, uh, he does try and make several things be very similar. Like he, he, he and at to some point where I think he makes things too similar, uh, he he insists on like, well, if it happened in that one, it had to happen here. And to the point where I was asking one of my friends who put me onto those books, I was like, well, if that's the case, where's Rommel? I don't see Rommel. Rommel's nowhere in this book. And then all of a sudden I'm reading the book and I'm like, freaking the guy's last name's Morel. That's Rommel. That's, that's how close he was trying to do. Uh, Julius Smith, yes, The Man in the High Castle, one of the best alternate history shows ever made. Uh, I loved The Man in the High Castle. That's one of my uh, 
one of my one of my favorite shows. I love that. I love the show. It was a great show. Very well done. Very disturbing too. Sometimes you know, just to see certain things, especially somebody who uh, raised Jewish. Um, so what would be true in the in in maybe some of the multiverses? There's probably a liberal Dan multiverse where I have at least ten thousand subscribers here on YouTube and. And I have lots of Patreon supporters, and this is my full-time gig. Uh, that, that's one thing that could be possible. Um, maybe there is a, a multiverse, like a bizarro world in the multiverse, where there is conservative Dan radio. Talk from the right? That's right. Uh, can you imagine conservative Dan radio? <laughs> that, would be, that would be quite amusing. Um, some people, there are people on Twitter who very recently called me Republican Dan because I guess I wasn't leftist enough for them. It was, it was a stupid conversation. Um, but there are other bigger things to discuss. Um, remember, Kermit is 35 years old. His father was a natural-born U.S. citizen, put animal as Secretary of Defense, and nobody would screw with us. <laughs> animal! Um, if JFK hadn't been assassinated, it's a good one. I mean, we'll, we'll dwell on that in a second. I had a couple of ideas. Um, what if... Uh, Let's see. What if had what if Bernie won the election in 2016? Would he have gotten the House and Senate if had Bernie won the election in or in 20? What if Bernie had won the election in 2020 uh, and defeated Donald Trump instead of it Biden being Biden being Donald Trump? Would you have Ossoff and Warnock uh, being able to pull off victories in Georgia? Uh, would would Bernie have brought out enough people in Georgia like Biden did, or would would Trump have would would Trump playing down the loss would that have still been enough for anybody? to have beat um, the Republicans run Loeffler and Purdue. Um, and what, what would happen on that earth if Bernie Sanders tried to get Medicare for all passed? Uh, what would happen? And would, would it have passed? It might not have. I mean, maybe in a world that would elect a Bernie Sanders president, maybe he would be able to get a Congress to go along with him that would enact that legislation. But if, if Bernie Sanders got elected and everything else remained the same, like you still, let's say you still had 50-50 in the Senate. Let's say you still had a slim majority in the House. Uh, you might be able to have it pass the House, but then would it pass the Senate? I don't think Joe Manchin in Bernie in a in a multiverse where Bernie Sanders is president would vote for Medicare for all. Uh, I don't think that's happening. So Bernie Sanders would have to make some hard choices, and then what would happen with his list with his followers? Uh, Let's see, Daily News. You would sp- you have the most fans if you did speak from the right side. So I need to do like this, and if I speak like this, I'll have more listeners instead of facing face on. Speak from my right side. Sorry. My bad. If JK hasn't been assassinated, the White House would have actually had that stripper pole. <laughs> Funny. That's a good one. Um, other things. Uh, what if Henry Wallace, instead of Harry Truman, had remained FDR's pre- vice president into the fourth term? What would have happened then? Henry, Henry Wallace was, was a very progressive person. I remember watching a show, I think it was the Oliver Stone show, talking about, you know, well, the whole episode I think was dedicated to Henry Wallace and all the things he supported. And I was really impressed that somebody from the 40s would be that progressive, I think even more so than FDR. Um, I mean, supportive of, you know, supportive of, you know, rights for civil rights for black people, civil rights based on race, civil rights for women. I mean, back in the 40s, he was supporting these things. 
And the conservatives of the Democratic Party in the 40s and in 44 were like, you know what? We really don't like this guy. We really want to put Truman in there instead. And they did. But what if they didn't? What if you had? Then all of a sudden FDR dies and you have a President Wallace at the end of the war instead of a President, uh, instead of a President Truman. What would happen? Well, uh, one one might posit that there would be have there would have been no nuclear bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, there would have been you know because in reality, the reason that was done was not to end the war because the war was going to end because Russia was done with Germany and that huge Russian army was about to go knocking on Russia's door. I mean, knocking on Japan's door and would have said, <clears throat> "You're going to surrender now," and Japan would be like. Yup, but the reason Truman dropped the bomb was because he wanted to show uh, he wanted to show U.S. strength to Russia. I don't know. I mean, we might have still exploded a nuclear device. We might have still shown that we have the capability of do so. But I don't think Henry Wallace would have dropped the bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I don't even think he would have dropped it on one of them, let alone both. I think the war would have and still ended, but it would differently. And then we may have very well have had. Uh, pushing on of the new deal and, and, and even more uh, progressive policies. We may have had healthcare for all uh, in a nation if we would have come out of the war that way. Um, is it, can I know for certain? No, but that's the fun of dealing with uh, the multiverse is trying to consider alternate realities and how they might look like. Um, kimchi, Dan jokes, dad jokes, next level. Thank you. I take pride in that. Um, Daily News, stand on your head would help all the smarts be going to your brain. Uh, so you're saying they're coming out of my ass now? Is that what you're saying? Um, Daily, well, no, Daily News, see, you're saying that the Bob work and save many lives. I'm saying no, I, I, and there's evidence to show otherwise. There's evidence to show that there was no need to drop the bomb because Russia was marching on Japan's door and would have been there, and Japan would have had to surrender anyway. The war would have ended because of because Russia no longer could be needed to be bothered with Germany. Germany was done. So Russia could be like, Japan, you're next. And they would have been like, uh-oh. And they would have, they would have potentially surrenders, surrendered. And maybe, maybe there's a universe where, where no bomb was dropped and more lives would have been lost. But the argument that has been made that I've seen is that no, that was not needed. And that most likely, uh, in such circumstances where you had that situation where Germany had already lost, Japan was losing, uh, that you didn't need the bombs to ultimately get Japan to surrender. They would have surrendered anyway. Um, Russia was spread out. Russia would have quickly consolidated. Though. That's what I'm saying. Um, what about the irony of, let's say there was a world that from all, all seven continents, everybody just inherently thought to themselves, Slavery is bad, and, and maybe there was a world where no slavery ever took place. What would have happened in such a world? There's the irony about that world, is that you have you know, the racists in this country who don't like that the fact that black people are here, and because they're racist. And the irony would be if you had no slave trade, then you wouldn't have had the shipment of lots of black people from Africa to be slaves in America. And as such, you might have a much whiter population. The irony of racism is that they created what they hate. They created what they hate. 
Daily News. How is Russia going to get to Japan? They had no Navy. Land bridge, just walking over each other's humans. The argument was they had the, they had the ability to get there. They had the ability to make that threat, and they would have been able to uh, – the, the, all of those people lined up across that little narrow – whatever bit of water was there would have made them be like, you know what? Nope, we're going to give up. That's too many people. If they start sending them over, we're going to surrender. And it very well could have been that we helped ferry them over because, again, we were allied with Russia. Um, war makes strange bedfellows, and Stalin was a terrible person. One of the things that I was in my reaction, I think, to, to to V Radio was was how can you support Liz Cheney? He's like, how can you be supportive of Liz Cheney? She was a terrible person. But yes, she's a terrible person. But Trump's worse. And if she's willing to work with us to stop Trump, then yay, let's work together on that. It doesn't mean I forget everything else that she did. But so Stalin, terrible person. But also Stalin is willing to help us defeat the Axis, so good. We'll work with each other then and then deal with it at that point. So we very well could have sent our Navy to help ship some of the Russian troops over on a, as a joint front to tackle Japan and take them out, especially because all of our fleet no longer had to be dealing with the German threat, so we could all swing around and get there too. So let's see, Kinky Streets, we have tech and it's done, nothing for peace. Uh, we did not want to owe too much to Russia, plus we wanted to show off our... Yeah, at the time, because Truman was president. I'm saying if Henry Wallace was president, that might not have been the case. We might have been able to strike a deal temporarily with Russia to be like, hey, this is how we're going to get the war done. Let's get it done. Um, let's see, if somebody wants to call in, let's say 914-803-4231. Let's do a reset, I guess I'd say. Calling in 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. Again, also support the show, like it, like the video, like, like all my videos that you like. Uh, watch more, share them all, uh, subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed to the channel, and also uh, support the show by going to the Liberal Dan Radio patron, patron patreon.com slash liberaldan or patreon.liberaldan.com or go to liberaldan.com, click the Buy Me a Cider link, and you can do a one-time donation that way. Or you can also donate to Liberal Dan Radio on Venmo. Um, so, yeah, if you want to debate the topics. But so there's, there's another thing that I do want to talk about, um, about the alternate history and, and what might have been. What if Al Gore won Florida? What if they didn't purge the voters on a on – a, on a, what if the Catherine Harris – Secretary of State of Florida in 2000 did not cast a wide net that kicked many black people off the voter rolls. And who didn't know? Because there's no reporting requirements to say, oh, here's some registered mail saying that we kicked you off the voter rolls. You can go and uh, re-register if you want, if you're legitimate. So the amount of people that were kicked off the voter rolls in Florida, if you consider how many black, what percentage of black voters vote for Democrats versus what percentage of black people vote for Republicans, that was more than enough votes for Al Gore to have won. So what happened? Or what happened if they would have done a full manual recount and Al Gore would have won? What if the Supreme Court hadn't stepped in and stopped it and handed George W. Bush the presidency without uh, making sure that the Florida vote counts were okay? Uh, talk about stolen elections. We can talk all about that. If, you, uh, if anyone wants to talk about that, I did a lot of research on that back in 2000. It was one of my first real forays into both getting really into politics and 
getting really into like debating politics. And I was getting into the meat of the laws and reading what the law says and, and trying to just like everybody was making all these bad arguments as to why Gore was only picking certain counties or whatever. It was ridiculous because that's, that's all he could do. Um, but what if Gore had won in 2000? Well, if you read the 9-11 Commission report, uh, which is something I did before I ran for Congress, imagine, picture it if you will, this 25, was it 25 years old at the time? Four, uh, 29 years old at the time, I guess. 29 years old. I'm traveling back home. I'm flying back to Baltimore to go visit my family over the summer for, for some reason. I think, it, I think it was my stepsister's wedding. Um, here I am in the airport and on a plane reading the 9-11 Commission report. And I basically had my bags with me, but I had the, the 9-11 Commission report, a bunch of uh, sticky notes, and a highlighter. Where I can make or a pen where I can make notes on the sticky notes, and somewhere my I still have the copy, and my sticky notes are still on there. Um, so and every time I got to a good point, because I was determining whether or not I wanted to run for Congress, and I was like, if I'm going to run for Congress this year, the most important thing for me to do at this point is to read the 9/11 Commission report, understand it front to back, and know what happened on 9/11 and where the failures were. So that if that comes up in my election, that I can address every single point and do so intelligently. So, but, he, but still, here I am, 29-year-old kid, or kid, a 29-year-old adult, a young adult, not yet 30. And I'm sitting there reading a book about how terrorists flew airplanes into buildings whilst about to get on an airplane. Like, it's crazy. It, 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 imagine, I can't imagine the people who would have uh, looking at me weird um, at doing that. But I had to do it because I was running for Congress and... It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, so, according to the 9-11 Commission report, there, the Clinton administration... And the intelligence operation under the Clinton administration in December of 2000 had determined that Osama bin Laden was responsible for the bombing of the USS Cole. So that's big. That they, they, really, they knew that not only Saddam Hussein was a problem or a threat, but they also knew that Saddam Hussein was responsible for attacking us at the time. And there, there was a decision to be made in December of 2000 do we start military actions to start going after Saddam or going after Osama bin Laden? I said, I don't know if I said Saddam Hussein, but I meant Osama bin Laden. If I said Saddam Hussein, um, I, I don't know if I misspoke that. Hey, mountain lady, how's it going? Um, thank you for joining. Um, so we knew it. We knew that he was responsible for the, the attacks on the coal and we couldn't, and there would, there would be nothing wrong if Bill Clinton had decided to take action at that point. However, the thing is, is that uh, they didn't want to hand Bush a war or a military action at the very least. They didn't want to do that. They wanted to basically give Bush the information and say, here, here's what we found out. And therefore you can act on it as you wish. They handed it to the Bush administration. 
Bush administration did nothing. The Bush administration then got the uh, presidential daily briefing that announced that uh, bin Laden wanted to attack the United States, and they ignored it and did nothing. So what happened? Nine months later, we had 9-11. So what if Gore had won? If Gore had won, there wouldn't have been a problem with starting the military action in December of 2020. Clinton could very well have just said, okay, we're going to start the military action. We're going to go after bin Laden, and Al Gore will just take over the reins as vice president from going from vice president to president. Imagine if we had taken out Osama bin Laden in January or February of, of 2021, or 20, 2001, I mean, 2021, in 2001. Imagine if he would, there would have been no presidential daily briefing saying bin Laden was going to attack because he might have already been dead at the time. He might have already dealt a major blow to his, uh, to his, uh, to his network, he might have been dead. He might have been arrested, if not dead. And there would have been no 9-11. So you wouldn't have had the towers. The towers might still be uh, erected today. I mean, there's nothing. who's to say that somebody else wouldn't have tried to attack the towers again because that, was the, uh, that wasn't the first time they tried to attack the towers. Um, let's see, King Street. Look up Saudi Visa Express program installed by George W. Bush administration. Not good, 100% Bush fault. Yeah, but if Bush wasn't president, they wouldn't have done that, most likely. So... And then what happens? So you don't have 9-11 happening. So that's a good thing in and of itself, potentially. Um, Aaron West, I got the 9-11 commission report on audiobook and listened to it on my work commute. Not good traffic listening. I can't imagine. Although still, I still think it's, it's probably better to, uh, to, to listen to the book in the car instead of reading the book on a plane. Reading a book on a plane while reading the descriptions of the plane smash of plane smashing into other buildings. That's just craziness. <laughs> um, what's up? Imagination is funny. It is funny. Um, we did get Osama bin Laden. Yes, we did. Um, and his family had well, he was kind of rejected though against his family. I think his family had money, but he was going off and doing things. Um, Aaron West, I win. Ha-ha. Um, so, but think of, but there's more stuff. They expand the the universe as to how it might look uh, without 9/11. Rudy Giuliani doesn't become America's mayor. Hmm. Rudy Giuliani doesn't become America's mayor, so therefore he's not – he doesn't become as popular nationwide as he once was, so he doesn't become this person who uh, – he doesn't become this person who is, 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 I guess, nationwide popular at some point who then is able to leverage that into becoming one of Trump's uh, big guys. Maybe Trump never becomes president at that point. You know, who knows how it would go? You have – if you had four years, maybe you have eight years of gore um, without a war, without going to Iraq. We don't go to Iraq if we don't if we don't have the 16 words uh, that says that Iraq was was poised or to make weapons of mass destruction. Uh, if we don't have that during a, a Bush administration, because there's no Bush administration, then we don't attack Iraq either. We don't attack Saudi Arabia. We don't we don't we don't go into anywhere. 
So lots of lives get saved simply because additional people were allowed to vote or additional people showed up to vote. Uh, and in conservative world, they live in alternate reality where Trump won. I mean, in their alternate reality, they, he won in this world. Uh, maybe in a conservative alternate universe, there is a world where Trump really did win. But fortunately, we don't live in that world. Um, so, and then what else? What else happens? You know, you have Gore president as Gore as president uh, in 2004, 2008. Uh, does Obama become president then in 2008? I don't know. Uh, do, are you going to have four terms of Democratic presidents in a row, or five, six? Because you had two terms of Clinton, two terms of Gore, and then what? Do you have another two terms of, of Obama? You don't know. There's no way to know. Um, it would really depend on how the rest of the world would, sh- would shape up. Um, you know, one of the, you know, Al Gore's or Obama's big speech at the 2004 convention was probably in part because of the fact that we were the opposition party. I don't know. Does Obama get that? Does Obama get that slot if he's if he's not the fiery speaker that he was back in 2004, trying to argue against George W. Bush? I don't know. It's just interesting things to think about. Um, maybe he does become president. Maybe maybe Obama becomes president, and then maybe you see more and more prosperity because the Republican Party dwindles away into nothingness. <laughs> to tell that the Republicans' votes don't count. I mean, votes don't. It's not that votes don't count. It's who counts the votes and who draws the districts. That's part of my stop the coup. Stop the coup at liberaldan.com that talks about how if you draw districts and take away voting power from people, especially voting power from minorities, uh, you end up leaving the conservatives with an undue weight in this country. Uh, let's see. Kiki Street's GOP set USA back 50 years. Yes. Uh, kimchi, I need a spreadsheet and lots of string. We could do the thing, do the meme where you have all the strings like, well, if this didn't happen, then this didn't happen. Um, besides this, let's see, someone brought up JFK not being assassinated. Um, besides the stripper pole in the, uh, in the White House, as Demonox says, uh, again, shouts out to Demonox, first Liberal Dan Radio patron. Thank you much, Lee, for doing so. Shouts out to uh, Gypsy, uh, Julie Swenson, or oh, Gypsy, Aaron, uh, Angie, Chris, Cesar, and Demonox for all being patrons, and also extra shout out to Julie Swenson for being the first Liberal Dan Radio producer. Thank you very much for that. And also shouts out to this is the benefit from uh, this is this is the benefit from supporting the show early is that if I don't have a lot of when I get don't get a lot of uh, contributors yet uh, I get to repeat your name a bunch Wes Aaron and Gypsy also for contributing thank you for contributing to uh, the buy me to for buying me ciders appreciate that as well. Again, click the Buy Me a Cider link at liberaldan.com or go to patreon.liberaldan.com to support the Patreon as well. Um, or if you, can, if you have Venmo, you can just scan the Venmo link on your screen and you'll be able to contribute that way. Um, one thing I have noticed this entire stream is that a lot of the times during the streams, I end up getting like these error messages from YouTube, or I had been getting these your stream rate is not fast enough. You're not, a, you're not streaming at enough bit rates. We're not getting enough information for a stream. I would get error messages like that all the time. 
This is the first episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from left to north. That's right. That's using AT&T Fiber instead of Cox Communications. My upload speed is like 400 megabits per second at the moment from this laptop instead of being uh, like 30. So my upload speed is amazeballs, and I don't think I've had any streaming issues this entire time. Um, you can let me know if you've witnessed any streaming issues or any buffering or anything that's gone on, but if maybe the buffering could be from your side instead of mine. But I haven't gotten any messages from YouTube, so I'm very, very happy about the fact that I have fiber. Now, I'm fighting AT&T now because AT&T said installation would be free, and now they're only giving me 50% off installation, and I was supposed to get $300 in gift cards, and they don't know what the deal is with that. So I have my problems with them still, but, you know. It is better than Cox Communications 100%, a million percent. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Uh, let's see. Jolie, I watched an NDE video, and the guy said there's not a multiverse, but there is life on many different planets. I was doubting until he said Earth was the worst one. Now I'm a true believer. Uh, uh, well, there is, yes. The reason that there's life on other, there's intelligent life on other planets, and we wouldn't know because that intelligent life is too intelligent. They, they looked at us and they'd be like, we don't want to go there. Ew. Uh, Julie Swenson, Trump is literally the president in the end of A Sound of Thunder by Bradbury. Um, hey, Mountain Lady, thank you for joining us, Mountain Lady. Um, Daily News, 5G would have been discovered much earlier if I was in office. Well, the Internet would have been much stronger if Al Gore was in office because Al Gore was, was responsible for creating the Internet, right? I mean, everything in the Internet – all the code in the internet is based on an algorithm. So let's see. Uh, Aaron West, liberal uh, Dan, do you not drink coffee? Well, first of all, I have a local cider joint that I go to that I like to peruse. So I would rather support the cider joint than buy any coffee. But I've tried. I've really tried many different types of coffee, especially in times when I would be working and, like, I was really tired and I really wanted to drink some coffee. I just can't. I can't. I don't like it at all. I've flavored it. I've tried, like, Starbucks, you know, almost milkshake-type coffee drinks. I've tried almost any form of coffee that you – the only way that I like coffee is if I'm drinking a drink that has Kahlua in it. That's the only way that I like anything – coffee now i like the smell of coffee I like i'll go into a coffee shop and be like it smells good but i just don't like the taste and i not enough cream not enough sugar could get me liking it and so a lot of the times instead of drinking coffee to uh keep myself from falling asleep at work or whatever or from being overly tired or keeping myself up as i drove places my choice my way of getting caffeine would be via coke coca-cola um hence again the belly. See, Daily News. What hoax are you talking It doesn't matter if it's, it's a hoax, however labeled. What's the hoax? Was 5G the hoax? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, climate change. Climate change is not a- Here's the interesting thing about climate change. And I've noticed this. I don't know if I brought this up yet on the show before. But the interesting thing about the climate change deniers is that, you know, take the Venn diagram where you have – one circle that contains all of the people who believe climate change is a hoax and take the other circle that believes that 
the government is using airplanes to spread chemtrails to alter weather patterns. I think there's a large intersection there. It, the intersection might just be the co- combination of the two circles into one circle. But the, I, I can't understand the, the logic behind the brains that say, well, I don't believe climate change. I don't think man-made climate change is real. I don't think that we can affect the planet in that way. But the chemtrails are affecting weather patterns. How does that work? It doesn't understand. It, it doesn't work at all. Um, West Web, at least Al Gore understood technology. Yeah, he did. And, and he was, he did help pass legislation that helped bolster the ARPANET, which was the, you know, the government precursor and the government and university, I guess, precursor of what became the modern internet of today. So, but yeah, I like making my joke. And I've heard other people make that joke too, but I made it up a long time ago. I made it up on the first time somebody made an Al Gore joke being in the, that Al Gore was responsible for the internet. Well, I'm like, yeah, because all, all, all code is based on an algorithm. Uh, let's see. We're the Florida of the universe. Nice place to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there. Pretty much. I almost had an opportunity to live in Florida. I applied for a job out there. I went to go for an interview and thank goodness they under, they lowballed me. And I was like, nope, can't go. Can't take that financial risk. Um, Aaron is addicted to Dr. Pepper. I don't, like Dr. Pepper. I, I, I don't know. I just I just don't like the taste. Um, Wes, I always keep Dr. Pepper too. An orange crush. Um, see, we'd be much further along as a nation. I agree. If we had a Democratic president. There's no God, but Java and Kona is her prophet. <laughs> do you mean prophet with a PH or do you mean it, it, brings, it brings God money with Java and Kona by making a prophet? Uh, but Donald Trump is a prophet, but with an FIT. Uh, but he's not very FIT, I guess. Um, West Web, I can't breathe in Florida, sensitive to sulfur. Yeah, I can't stand the water. That's the only problem with Florida water. Is if, When I go to Florida and you know, I visit Disney World and I have to deal with the, the water with all the sulfur in the water. Yeah. Um, climate change is real. Why? Because one species can't change a planet like that. Uh, do you like white sand beaches? Yeah, look. Look up the parrotfish. There you go. Don't use facts, logic, and reason, Demonox. Kona is expensive, but I still worship her. So, any any other ideas in the chat about possible other things to explore about the Liberal Dan Radio multiverse and and what might have happened, what might have been? Um, I think I've covered most of the ones that I wanted to cover. There was me having 10,000 subscribers on all platforms and being monetized everywhere. Um, there's, again, bizarre world where there's conservative Dan Radio talk from the right. That's right. Um, I, there's an alternate universe where Demonox makes regular podcasts. How about that? Demonox and Nimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Uh, there is that alternate universe, too. Let's, let's make that this. <clears throat> Demonox, <clears throat> Yosh. Um, I was trying to get them to form Voltron this week. Maybe we can form Voltron next week. Maybe we need to see who who all is uh, if all y'all three are, are available to do it, and we can do it next week. Uh, Aaron's thirsty for Percy. <laughs> Just the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. 
uh, trying to set up your basement studio. Have you bought the microphone yet, or do you have a microphone or the camera, or do you need my link again? Because um, if you, you know, if, if, another way you can help the show is if uh, you you email me, I guess, and you'd be like, I want to, you know, I want to use your code for Amazon or whatever. You can search for something and you can use my code for any particular things. So I can give you the affiliate code and I get money that way too. Um, affiliate advertising it sometimes works when you have enough people doing it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. No, cover the same thing. Shamed by appearance. I'm old, gray, and balding. Uh, cover what? I'm, 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 I guess I'm missing part of that conversation. Um, I don't want to think of an alt-universe where I'm a conservative, evangelical, Christian MAGA. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just me walking around with a red hat. Make America great again. I don't have the mic. I need a camera, but I don't have quiet in the room. I need a door. It's converted from a living room. Oh, that's fair. I'll send you a link to the camera that I use. If you like the camera that I use, I can send you the link to that. It's relatively cheap. Um, what else? I have a bunch of notifications. Oh, Jesus. V Radio is still on trying to prove me wrong when he doesn't. Um, he's just, and they going to say, why haven't you responded to me yet? It's because I've been doing a podcast for the last hour and 20 minutes, you adult. Um, <laughs> what did Daily News say? Weather modification programs, problems, policy, and pot- potential by United States. Yeah, I don't understand what that means, Daily News. Um, and Wes, I do appreciate you behaving tonight. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, do we have any other interesting options of what maybe alternate universe uh, alternate universe versions there's an alternate universe where daily news is a liberal <laughs> how about that one uh, that's a good one I like that one that's uh, daily news is a liberal there's I don't think there's any alternate universe where Donald Trump isn't an asshole that's that I think that would be clearly one um, was there, is there an alternate universe where Republicans are not hypocrites on things, where I, where I can't do hypocrite of the week because everyone remains consistent in their views? That would take away one of my bits. Uh, all of your harem, do you mean harem, not harem, is holding you down? You wish they were all holding you down. Um, uh, Daily News, if you shared a link, you oh, okay. If you shared a link, you can't share a link. So you're trying to type a link without being able to have that link blocked. Is that what you're trying to do, Daily News? Um, I don't know. Anyway, again, support the show. Like the chat. Like like the show. Uh, there are 19 viewers and 26 likes. I don't know if all of y'all have liked. If you haven't liked, do so. Can subscribe, do so. And please make sure to go to the uh, you know Liberal Band Radio Patron, patreoncom slash or you know, buy me a coffee, buy me a cider. Uh, link is at liberaldan.com, the buy me a cider button as well. Let's go ahead and take the final commercial break. So even though there is no uh, Percy podcast recently, you can still hear a commercial with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. And we'll, we'll pr- unless something else comes up, we'll probably try and wrap up the show a little bit earlier than normal. Um, but we'll see. 
something could come up and then we could have a good discussion and debate for another hour and a half. We'll see. But here's the commercial again. Phone number is 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan.com. Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com and make your contribution today. That's StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax deductible as charitable contributions. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. Uh, it's area code 914-803-4131. I almost gave my own phone number again, 914-803-4131. West <laughs> uh, Webb is saying that uh, the people are enchanting him. And they cower me and they enchant the witches in the chat. Maybe that should be a... Maybe that should be another level of support of Liberal Dan Radio, a Liberal Dan Radio enchantress. So <laughs> we'll see. 
Uh, <laughs> probably not, but it would still be funny. Um, so what else we got? We got, we got in a conversation of Mexican Coke. Uh, love Mexican Coke. Uh, I used to, I used to really like dig when back in the day when they first came out with throwback Pepsis and the throwback Pepsis used to be in the throwback bot case of the, of the 12 and like they would have little bits of it and they would run out. So I'd go buy like six cases of the damn thing and then savor them and slowly drink them because the throwback Pepsi was also made with real sugar and not with high fructose corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup stinks. Uh, it's uh which, uh, which should be interesting because, you know, there's uh, there's a conversation, what, from last week with the whole corn thing and, and the, the words of redneck wisdom that I played were talking about how you, you're wasting perfectly good corn alcohol by putting it in a gas tank so you can't drink it. And then uh, if you uh, – so then the price of high anything with high fructose corn syrup would go up because – if you start burning more ethanol, that's more demand for domestically produced corn. Then again, we probably produce much more corn than's needed. We probably throw away a lot of corn too. So uh, there's that as well. Um, all right, Wes, well, enough. <laughs> you, you don't have to be that weird about the whole the, how they haunt you and they like and how much you like them. That's that's enough. <sighs> anyway, so. We can let's, let's go back to the Bobert Bobert thing because I don't I wonder if there's any 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 news coming from this website. Uh, let's see. You have the press release on firebobert.com slash Bobert abortions. Uh, you can uh, you know we make no judgment about Bobert's abortions. That's her right as a woman to do in California, Colorado. Uh, we are importing the unbelievable hypocrisy again. That's why I made her hypocrite of the week because of the hypocrisy. Uh, the website that she was going from was sugardaddymeat.com, supposedly, uh, and messages confirming Bobert was a paid escort and met Coke family member on sugardaddymeat.com. Our source requested we not reveal their name, location, or any other information. Screenshots are from the actual text messages in sequential order from our source to firebobert.com. Uh, I'm sorry I really like the help, scared of her and her husband. I don't know how you could, whatever, blank safety. I'll tell you that she had an abortion at the Glenwood Springs at the Planned Parenthood office and another one in Grand Junction. The first one was at 17. The second one, while she was working on the side as a paid site on the, as a site called Sugar Baby, she was stripping at the time also. They had a meth drug problem. Uh, can you access any medical records from Planned Parenthood? I'm trying to get past the fear, but I don't know how you could protect blank. Uh, no problem. You should call the sheriff. Your complaint is on the record about those. Uh, do you know where she's stripping about legal drugs? Uh, do you know about Sugar Baby website name? Uh, shares the links. It's all of it. It's on firebober.com slash abortions. It's all, you know, crazy. There's even uh, some comments that they made. Uh, why would Ted Cruz put money into a paid escort that didn't even have a high school diploma? Somebody goes, it's obvious she blackmailed him. OMG, never thought about that. Yep, you know her. She's a conniving little witch. Uh, true. Good night. Thank you. So then they give the rules on Colorado statutes on being a paid escort and then give information. I did try. I did reach out and email them to see if I could get them to come on the show tonight, that, that group from the firebober.com. Uh, they did not respond back yet. So hopefully they'll respond back and maybe we can have them on next week. And look at that. E-Dub 
thank you for buying me a cider e-dub. I think that that's the thing with having it over here is that it's not centered. <laughs> I, I need to fig I need to figure that out. I need to figure out how to do it well, how to how to put everything correctly and make it so that everything looks. I don't know. Haven't quite gotten it all figured out with the positioning yet. I was trying to fit both of them on the screen, but it's just not working. Do it like that, and then do it. Let's move this around here, and then put that here, and maybe bring that down here a little bit, center that a little bit. I don't know. I haven't quite figured it out yet. But again, thank you, Edub Aaron, for the other cider that was purchased. Y'all are awesome, and I love you for it. <laughs> um, anybody else want to make it ding? You could. Hey, there you go. Another another ding. That's awesome. That that's like my happy noise. Bringing It Boy Daily News bought you a cider. Shouts out to Bringing It Boy Daily News. You are awesome, too. Uh, that makes, I think, two conservatives and two, and two liberals who support the show. <laughs> so, awesome. Thank you all both for, I appreciate that. Again, it, it does make me feel really, I mean, other than, you know, it, it just makes me feel good that you all support the show. It, it's good feelings that I have for it. And, I, and look, I'm not mad at you if you can't, if you, if you, if you can't afford it. I understand that. I can't, I, there are many, many things that I'd love to support with my money as well. Um, there are many, many things I love to support as well. And, and, and I can't do all of them. Um, I try and do some like, you know, try to help some friends. I've tried try to help some friends in need over the, over the pandemic as well. And, and, I, and I don't really talk about it much because I don't want like fanfare for it, but just, you know, I don't like to see people suffering. I don't like to see people be a threat. So it's nice to be able to help people out. And it's nice, you know, when people help you out as well. So uh, y'all are awesome. I appreciate y'all greatly for that. Um, let's see. Julie Spencer, that guy that picks up her soda bottles, loves us every week because I, because the people in my family drink too much of it. I'm the only one who doesn't drink soda here. Um, kimchi, Mexican Coke, 50 cent packs of Marlboro Lights, amazing hummus, summer of 90 in Merida, Yucatan. Thanks for the memory. Nice. Sounds really awesome. I definitely need to, I am going to go on a vacation. I'll, I, I won't miss a show. I won't miss an episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Uh, because the, the cruise that I'm going on is from Thursday to Monday. So I'll probably have to, after the podcast, I'll probably, probably, Packs before the podcast starts, but I'll have to put everything together, you know, that I haven't put together after the podcast, so we can go on our cruise on on that on the Thursday. But it's a, it's an anniversary cruise. Um, we'll be uh, we're taking the kids with us too, but uh, we got married on seven seven seven, so we're like that has to be the date we get married on. So we, we made it a lucky day, so to speak. And my joke is is that I used all my luck to get married on seven seven seven. I don't have any more luck left, but. Uh, yeah, seventh. So this is uh, 2022. So 15 years uh, of of my wife putting up with my BS. <laughs> so thank you, Kimchi. I'm glad you like it. I, and I, you know, I really, uh, you know, I, I would love to to get this to catch on. I would love to be able. Now, ultimately, the the end goal would be doing so well with this that I could do this full time, and that I could put more to effort into doing doing videos, making more content, putting more stuff up there um, instead of the limited stuff that I can only put up now because it's, you know, I have limited time to do so because I have a full-time job to support my family support. So, um, Aaron, that was the exact day I was supposed to get married. Funny story, because we did take a, a cruise for our honeymoon as well. 
And I've talked about that because it was when I, I woke up on the cruise hearing that David Vitter had hooked up with prostitutes and his serious sins with, with hookers. And I thought I was dreaming. And then I woke up and I, and I finally heard the story. And I'm like, oh, he gave me an anniversary gift. But we were playing, we were, we were, we were sitting in the middle of this game. They were playing, it was a not-so-newlywit game on Carnival Cruise Lines. So what, what they do is uh, they take a, the, the, a couple that's been married for 20 years or more. Like they try and get the, the couple in the audience who's been married the longest, hopefully more than 20 years, but the longest married couple. Then they try and get a couple who's been married for about 10 years. And then they try and get the most recently married couple. And so I think it was on July 10th, I believe, that, the, that they were – it was a seven-day cruise. And July 10th was the day that we um, – that they were playing this game. And he was like, did anybody get married on July 10th and here on, today on the, on the cruise? And crickets, nobody answered. Anybody get married on July 9th? Nobody answered. Did anybody here get married on July 8th? Nobody answered. Did anybody here get married on July 7th? Half the room is like, yo, and raises their half the room raises their hands. And the cruise director, Big Tex, who was who was running the show, just had a look of utter defeat. He was like, there's no way we're going to. So they basically had people go put their names in a box, and then they picked the couple out of the box that would be the ones who would be competing uh, as, the new, as, the not, as the newlyweds on the not-so-newlywed game. And I'm just like, I felt so – because as soon as he, he started asking, I'm like, it's going to be a room full of July 7th July because when else would you get married? Why would you get married on any other day besides July 7th if you're going to get married in July of 2007? Why wouldn't you want your anniversary date to be 777? <laughs> so, yeah, poor guy. Took about 15 minutes to get everything organized and to get a, a couple picked, which probably took away from all the stuff they could do on the game. The, the great thing was on that cruise is we played bingo uh, one day, and it was blackout bingo, and we got bingo on blackout bingo and won a free cruise. So that was awesome. So for my birthday, we took a cruise as well. Um, we've also taken a birthday cruise for my wife's birthday and that was, that was in 2019. And then of course the pandemic hit. Um, so we're finally going to be able to, and hopefully we all can stay COVID free. We're basically going to be quarantining as much as possible for the two weeks before we have to take our tests. And basically I, I think like this Friday, I'll go to Costco and I'll buy enough groceries at Costco to last me for two weeks. So I don't have to, uh, so I don't have so so we don't have to go anywhere. Seven seven two thousand seven imaginary what? Uh, so yeah, we're we're going to be trying to limit our, our access or our access to the outside world for as little as possible during those two weeks to make sure that none of us test positive for COVID. Because if any of us test positive for COVID, it's going to suck. Uh, never been a cruise is, is it's good and there's some really really good like. I understand you have you know, if you have issues with COVID and you and you don't want to risk it. I get it. I totally get it. Um, but there are some really good deals on cruises right now, and that's why we jumped on this one. For the four of us, me, my wife, and two kids, it's an inside stateroom. So it's, so I'm I'm worried about the size of the stateroom, but it's a uh, inside stateroom. Hey, 
Pillstone, the only cruise I've ever been on is left from New Orleans. Hey, that's where we're leaving from because we live here. <laughs> so, um, so for me, my wife, and my two kids to go on a – it's a, just a four-day cruise. I think we're – we leave the 7th, we leave the seventh, 8th, 9th, and come back on the 10th and then the 11th, I think it is. Uh, the 7th, they have 8th at sea. 9th is Cancun, I think. 10th at sea. And we're coming back on the Monday, whatever, whatever that ends up being. I think it's a four-night cruise. Let's see. One, two, three. Yeah, we, we leave on sometime during the day on Thursday on the 7th, and we come back on the Monday in the morning. So um, for, that, for that short cruise, the four of us, 900 bucks. $900 for the four of us to go on a four-day cruise. All you can eat. Uh, we did add some all you can the all you can drink package for me and my wife for those days. So that added a little bit. That probably added about a hundred bucks a day for us. Uh, so uh, fifty dollars per person. But the drinks are so expensive on the cruise. If you have more than four drinks, you, it pays for itself. So yeah, not a. Then we're going on a cruise in January. That cruise is we're, we're actually going to be in a in a bigger room with more room, um, and that's like thirty two hundred. But again, it's a bigger room uh, with a balcony, and again, the kids sell free. Um, and that one has the drinks included for all seven days. So if it costs like if all drinks all you can drink is seven hundred bucks, subtract that twenty five hundred bucks for a seven day cruise uh, for four people, seven eight six 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 hundred a person maybe. So still not terrible. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, New Orleans. That's a great. It's a great place to cruise out of New Orleans is because yeah, you get to do the New Orleansy things. Like, you know, I mean, there are other cities that I guess have, might have some some fun. Like, I guess if you cruise out of Miami, there's some neat things to see in Miami. Uh, but, um, but yeah, being able being able to come to New Orleans and do New Orleansy things and then go on a cruise. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm glad I'm not Uber driving still. Like I used to do Uber and Lyft, but I'm glad I'm not doing that because. Uh, while we're away on the cruise, uh, there's a swingers convention that comes to town every year. And they even came to town during the pandemic and they caught like, you know, 40 to 50 cases of spread from the, from the swingers convention alone. And I was like, look again, I don't kink shame. If that's what y'all want to do, that's cool. I'm all for enthusiastic consent. As long as everyone consents, have as much fun as you want. And, but guess what? Don't swing in the middle of a damn pandemic. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Does it? <laughs> Kimchi balcony is the must cough one hit cough. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. Um, so, yeah, don't swing during 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 the middle of a pandemic when you have like mask mandates and socially distance. How can you socially distance when in when you're swinging? It's just not possible. Uh, Aaron West looks for flights on New Orleans on July seventh. Come on, join the cruise. Um, how many hours is New Orleans to Miami? Like driving wise, I don't know. We we ended up we did cruise. I think it was Royal Caribbean. We cruised out of New Orleans and went to Key West, uh, Miami, and the Bahamas uh, for the ni- 2019 cruise, and that was a that was a good time. But you know, you hear in the first commercial break, I play my budget ears commercial, you know, from my budget ears website that I don't do much with these days because 
I mean, I haven't been, I went once since the, since we were able to do things a little bit, you know, this year. Uh, and I had some criticisms of, of the new system in place uh, with, uh, with their whole new fast pass ticketing system that they implemented. And I still haven't done a third video on that one either. Um, but this last trip, Disney world was so freaking expensive and the, the ways we would normally save money, we couldn't, uh, it was just so pricey and so expensive that we we're almost considering the fact that cruising is the way to go. And we are going to Florida in October, um, as well. So, Way off in October, there will probably won't be an episode of Liberal Dan Radio unless I bring enough stuff with me to do an episode, but it probably won't. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but we, we're going to we're going to near, near Smyrna Beach out on the coast on the Atlantic coast instead of going to uh, instead of going to Disney World. We might go to Disney World for one day to go to a water park and go to their Halloween party, but otherwise we're just not going because we don't we're we're not we're not going to spend all that money on Disney. We'd rather, you know, relax and, and be able to afford things like the cruises that are much more cheaper. Oh, Aaron, you want to come for the swinger convention? <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, Hey, I don't judge. You want to have fun, have fun, do it safely. As long as everyone consents again, do not put an edible upside down pineapple on your door, unless you're looking to swing. Um, my swimsuits that I bought for the cruise do have pineapples and bananas on them. So I, does that mean that I'm going to have a lot of people hitting on me in the cruise, thinking that I'm taking those pineapples in, uh, in the, the wrong way? Is, is that going to be it? <laughs> we'll have lots of attention. Although I can't imagine there would be a lot of swingers on the New Orleans cruise because they're probably just going to be in New Orleans <laughs> and not be on the cruise coming out of New Orleans. So, um, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. I thought the pineapple ones were cute. So we'll see if I get any, any, any attention for the pineapples. If anybody's like, do you know what pineapples mean? Are you into that thing too? Um, do like an undercover report. Liberal Dan, undercover. Literally. <laughs> um, I have wanted to do for a long time. I'm friends on Facebook with somebody who is like a sex therapist and who, who does a lot of, uh, informational shows about like sexual health, sex positivity, etc. Um, and I did have an idea that I wanted to do maybe one night and have like a late night podcast uh, and where we discuss more adult themed topics. Um, we discuss, you know, sex positivity, um, you know, all sorts of topics about sex and, and stuff like that. And just call the episode or call any episode in that series that I do sex with liberal band. <laughs> so, We'll see if that becomes a thing. I, I, we'll see. I think it would be a fun thing to do. I don't want to scare too many people off um, of the show. I don't want to do to put too much adult content out there and scare people away. Uh, but I also don't want to. Uh, I also think it would be a good informational type stuff, especially with talking with somebody who is educated and professional in the area of sex education, um, sexual health. Uh, and, you know, basically sex positivity is where as well. Um, let's see. Buh, 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 buh. Relocation cruise went from Boston to Bermuda to Azores Island to Lisbon. There is a relocation cruise that we heard of that is bringing a boat from, I don't know where it's starting from, but it is coming to New Orleans. And uh, we very much want to see if we can get on that one. 
I think it's coming from San Diego. Um, I, I think it goes from San Diego through the canal and then comes back to New Orleans, which means we'd only have to fly out to California and then take the relocation crews back and then we'd just be home. Um, so I'm very, very tempted to try and look into that. That should be uh, interesting. Um, Aaron West, late nights with liberal Dan. That's not as fun as sex with liberal Dan. I think I like sex with liberal Dan better than late nights. Um, let's see. Something else. I missed something. That was the cruise across the Atlantic. That's awesome. Um, I missed something. Balcony, I already saw that balcony is must. Uh, Virgin Cruises swinger parties. Kimchi says, "Is that from experience, or, or, or is that literally like do 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 more?" I know I've seen Virgin Voyage, or is it Virgin Voyages? But I've seen Virgin Cruise Line where they only allow adults on. You don't have there's no kids allowed on on their cruise ships. So is is Virgin Voyages like a sub an offshoot of uh, the Virgin Cruise Line where they it's d- devoted to swinging, or is it just do there happen to be a lot of swingers on those cruises because there's no kids? And what's the irony there of calling your cruise line Virgin and then having swingers cruises on them? But it would be like sex colon with liberal Dan. Like that would be the kind of the play on words, not sex with liberal Dan, but sex colon with liberal Dan. So Virgin is adults already a lot of parties. Um, I can imagine that, especially if it's adults only don't have to see about kids. Uh, you don't have to, uh, Aaron West, that's a lot of questions. Oh, well, that could be a lot of answers too. Um, I guess, I guess, if you're on a boat and you and you're not worried about you know kids seeing you, you could probably get away with wearing what more of what you want to wear. I mean, they still might say, "Hey, cover certain things up in certain public areas." But um, I, I think I've been on cruise ships where they have had an adults-only area where it was people were free to sunbathe or, or something like. I think at least topless, if not completely naked. Um, I never went up there because I really, I didn't want to be like that guy going up there. Oh, I could see boobies up there. And I wasn't intending on on dropping my skivvies. So uh, there was no purpose for me to go up there at all. Um, Liberal Dan, we need to meet up when you make it to San Diego. We might do that. We were in California, I think in 2019 as well, or or 2018 was it? I think it was in 2018 we went out to California in the fall. Um, I have have family out in in near the Los Angeles area, um, but I know my wife does want to go down to San Diego if we go out there. So it's a very good possibility that that we could meet you and the fam uh, when we go out there, Um, especially if we're going to do the relocation cruise and have to kill some time. Uh, If we do come, you'll have to look up some good uh, gluten-free stuff so my wife can eat because that's the most important thing when it comes to travel with uh, my wife is that she has a celiac, so we can't just eat anywhere. We have to make sure that everything is safe. And one of the things that we've read about Carnival and and cruise lines in general, that they are becoming better and better at making sure that people's dietary restrictions are met, especially with things like cross-contamination and stuff. They take it a lot lot more seriously than some other places might be. Uh, Julie Swenson, Portland used to have Ron Jeremy's Swingers Club. It was called Club Sesso. Now it's under new management and has a different name under his arrest or after his arrest. 
I don't know if the Seto mean anything specific to Ron Jeremy. I mean, the only thing I know about Ron Jeremy is that he's a big, big Jewish guy with a massive thing for pornography. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that has any specific meaning for him or not. Um, but yeah, he was, I mean, talk about a porn, the, one of the, maybe the, one of the first, maybe few porn stars to make it into the mainstream was, was, was Ron Jeremy of all freaking people. You had, you had uh, Tracy Lords and you had Ron Jeremy are the two people who I think first crossed over into mainstream. Um, very cool meeting the fam. You will send us gas money ahead of the meet, right? Maybe, maybe. Um, we'll see. Well, if Liberal Dan Radio takes off by the time we get out to San Diego, maybe I could just have contests for gas cards. Maybe by that time we'll be on fully electric vehicles. You never know. Um, not sure about the name meeting. I actually met him. That's cool. I mean, hopefully he was nice to you and didn't uh, do anything unpro- improper or anything that you didn't consent to. Uh, because, you know, I-, I think that was the problem was, was somebody underage who therefore couldn't consent. Was that what he was locked up for? Um, I don't remember. I don't, I don't necessarily want to put Ron Jeremy in a search bar because then I'm going to start seeing Facebook ads for porn. Because... <laughs> You know, you talk about, let's see, I'm not sure about the name meaning. I, oh, that's the same thing. I already read that. Um, the uh, um, lost my train of thought. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's a good time to uh, see. West Webb, I have in Mexico. What did you do in Mexico? I don't know. Um, he was decent, but I was with my husband at the time, so who knows? He might have considered it a challenge. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Go to an incognito window search. I can always say that, yeah. But then again, if you're, if you're, the fact that I'm talking about Ron Jeremy and my phone is right next to me, I'm, all bets are off. Because, again, you know, I think I talked about this too already as well. When I had a, a conversation about um, my wife's uncle, we were at his house for, for, for Christmas. I don't know. Some of y'all might have heard this already, but we were having a conversation and he happened to bring up because he was a nurse. Uh, he happened to bring up uh, flesh eating general bacteria. And I was like, I didn't want to hear about this, especially before dinner. But I, I guess you're a nurse. So you're used to talking about lots of stuff that are gross things. Um, and, um, and then two days later, three days later, I'm looking at my ads on Facebook and one of the ads is for medicine for flesh-eating genital bacteria. And I'm like, really, phone? I mean, I know phones listen to you, but that's just ridiculous. Um, Daily News, 21 people watching and 30 likes, good numbers. Yes, uh, they are definitely up from before. Still looking to get them uh, up. Demonox, got to run Netflix and chill with the other half. Netflix and chill, huh? Um, uh, is it sex with Demonox? <laughs> or sex colon with Demonox. Say hi to the better half uh, for for me, Demonox, since uh, they haven't joined us recently. Uh, again, thank you for joining the chat. Um, and again, hopefully, the alternate universe where Demonox does lots of podcasts uh, happens here soon too. So, Julie said, now Swinger Club suggestions are going to pop up in your Facebook feed. That, that that's possible. I, Again, I should do like Liberal Dan undercover, <laughs> investigating the world of swingers. Maybe I'll find Lauren Bobert. 
stumble across Lauren Boebert or some other conservatives out there and be like, oh, look at that. More debauchery and hypocrisy on the part of conservative politicians. I mean, you did have, was it Madison Cawthorn who said that, that there are a bunch of hypocritical politicians out there doing like a bunch of sex, you know, a bunch of orgies. Uh, I think he said sex orgies and that's kind of redundant. Um, but having orgies in Washington, D.C. And, and supposedly he was, I don't know if he was invited to one or not, but him writing them out, at least partially, might have been one of the reasons that somebody went after him because they didn't like the fact that he was revealing their big secret. Now, although I'm sure it's not a big secret because I'm sure everybody just assumes that politicians are scumbags who are all cheating on their spouses or what have you. <laughs> key bumps. Key party. You have a key party in D.C. <laughs> Imagine ending up with Ted Cruz grabbing your key. Ugh. That's just wrong. Um, surely, ooh, not Bobo. I mean, she's the one who's the most in the news recently for, for her uh, alleged uh, activities um, in and around the bedroom. So, again, not shaming if she did that. Not shaming if she did all that. Good for her. Just don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. Or you might continue to be hypocrite of the week. Maybe if more stuff comes out about that, maybe Lauren Boebert could be hypocrite of the year this year, unlike Senate Minority Leader Mark McConnell was last year on the fly because I forgot to I forgot to make the audio before the before the end of year show started, and so I had to do it on the fly and play the audio and be like, "This week's hypocrite of the week is Mitch McConnell, or hypocrite of the year is Mitch McConnell." Um, so I might not be in sync with the narration about what I don't know. Anyway, I think. Uh, maybe there's an alternate universe where where the Liberal Dan Radio podcast is a show just about sex and swinging. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> that would be funny. Um, that would be an interesting interesting uh, conversation. I'm, I'm definitely going to be getting. I'll have to take an. I'll have to take account of how many of suggested groups I get in my feed or whatever, simply because we had, I had this conversation on the show this week. Um, so I think I'm going to go ahead. Uh, West Webb, that would be a whole new world. I can show you the world. Big and naughty and kinky. <laughs> Just don't be very stinky on the magic carpet ride. A magic carpet ride, a euphemism for something. Um, a whole new world. Sorry. <laughs> so I have to subject you to my voice uh, and my parrot. Because yeah, it's the thing. Here's the thing, Wes. Uh, I have this thing about me. Yeah, carpet, exactly. Um, <laughs> carpet ride. I mean, clearly that's the joke, right? Um, a whole nude world. There it is. A whole nude world. There you go. Um, that's the thing, Wes, and that I have this thing where if I come up with a parody idea, it's very hard for me to not just go all in and just start trying to write that parody. And I don't think that parody is going to make it up on either my liberal Dan radio channel or my nerdydan.com channel. New World can't be the left would spoil it. What? 
New World. I, I think you're missing a word or something. But yeah, I don't think that was parody. I have parodies on Liberal Dan Radio here on YouTube. I have parodies on NerdyDan.com YouTube channel as well. Um, the NerdyDan.com one. I actually did. Um, I realized that uh, Let's Talk About Sex from Salt and Pepper matched up almost exactly well with uh, Not Throwing Away My Shot. And so I took the instrumental of Not Throwing Away My Shot, sped it up a bit, and it fit perfectly with just one teeny, teeny, tiny little adjustment in the, towards the end. And so if you go to nerdydan.com on YouTube, you can see that video is on. I may very well have linked it in my, in my parodies playlist here as well. It's another thing you could do if you want to support me in general Go subscribe to the nerdydan.com on YouTube. And actually, if you go to nerdydan.com and, and just the website, it, there's, it has links to my Twitter, TikTok, uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. But all of those are the same name, nerdydan, D-O-T-C-O-M. So if you want to subscribe to nerdydan.com on YouTube as well and uh, support the Twitch as well, I'm trying to become a Twitch affiliate for gaming stuff as well. But the more this takes off, the less I kind of focus on that. But I have somewhat of an in when it comes to, like, some of the stuff I talk about because I watch some professional wrestling, sports entertainment or whatever, and my cousin is very big in the sports entertainment world. And I literally, if you've ever seen the website Sports Kita, um, my predictions for the last WWE Premium Live event were published on Sports Kita. So all because my cousin, Bill After, is very popular in the wrestling industry. Uh, so <laughs> what's what? I just hit the reset. Thank you, Aaron, for sharing the link. And there's a, there's a page on there that just says find me online, and that has all the links. You can go to all the links. And my, I already have enough followers on Twitch uh, to, um, to make affiliate, but I don't have enough viewers on Twitch to make affiliate. And it's only an average of three an hour. Um, but you can email, if you want to email me, liberaldanradio.gmail.com and let me know if you'd be interested in, like, maybe I might do gaming while talking politics. I haven't done much politics on, this, on my gaming channel, even though when I play Animal Crossing, my character's name is Liberal Dan. So, because initially when I was gaming and doing a lot of gaming stuff, I was putting Liberal Dan as my gaming name everywhere so that people would be like, oh, Liberal Dan, well, let's look up Liberal Dan and then find Liberal Dan. And if you look up Liberal Dan, most of the hits are me. Uh, except for a couple of them, which are uh, which are this wrestler who goes by Liberal Dan, who is like a bad guy in conservative areas and a good guy in liberal areas. Um, but yeah, if you want to email me, liberaldanradio@gmail.com, um, and if you're interested in seeing, you know, maybe I could organize some like gaming while talking politics type thing and and kind of do it that way and try and get my viewership up there so I could hit that point where I get to. Uh, whatever. I don't think I'm going to commit to doing, like, having the stream be on Twitch and YouTube, at least not yet, to have the podcast stream both places, because I want to build this before I build that. Uh, but, but you know, I want to build this before I create a nerdydan.com on, or a liberal dan on, liberal dan radio on Twitch. Before I do that, I want to make sure that this gets monetized first. Um, but, I still do want to do some gaming stuff and some other stuff as well. Uh, so if you have any interest in doing that, if you play games yourself and want to play, play those games with me, I almost said if you want to play with me, which is a dangerous thing to say after we were talking about all that sex stuff, sex stuff earlier. But if you want to play games with me, and, and you know, let's say you have like a console, like I have a Switch, 
Um, but any game that can be played on the console or on, or on your PC, if you want to get together and do some gaming while chatting politics, I'm cool with that too. Uh, that would be fun. That could be fun to do as well. I ultimately, I am a nerd at heart. I just, I'm a nerd about many things. I'm a nerd about gaming. I'm a nerd about wrestling. I'm a nerd about politics. I'm a big politics nerd. That's why I like to do all the stuff that I do as well. And I think that this will uh, be the end of this week's episode. I think, I think we've talked enough. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and end it again. If you want to uh, support the show again, subscribe here, like this video, go watch some of my other videos as well. Um, like those videos, share the videos, share the channel with other people. Let everybody know that, you know, the podcast is going on. Um, you know, go follow my uh, liberal Dan on Facebook, uh, liberal Dan radio on TikTok, uh, YouTube, um, as well. Also, the nerdydan.com stuff as well. Go to nerdydan.com and see all that information as well. Until next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, unless I make a video before or unless I do another live reaction before, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. <laughs>